the ultimate thing here is to control us. You know what I mean? To control the people. And I mean, that's they do it through everything. They do it through our health care. They do it through fuel. They do it through energy. I mean, well, now we can't have gas stoves. Like, we can't yeah. have wood fireplaces in New York. Like, I think the, the ultimate thing here is to gain control of us. You know, this is, this is all like Agenda 2030. I mean, it just, it all goes back to that. Hey, everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Clayton Llewellyn of Heaven's Harvest. And, you know, you guys have heard us talk about Heaven's Harvest for over a year now. And again, we have a link in the description, and you could use code WAM, W-A-M, to get long-term storable foods that are non-GMO. There's organic kits, there's uh, heirloom seeds, water filtration, storage, books on how to get started, all the things you need in the face of what we're dealing with today. And that's what I want to talk about today, is we are dealing with one of the most uncertain times in, in, in recent modern history when it comes to the supply chain. We're seeing diesel shortages. We're seeing oil production cut on top of already existing shortages, which also means food's going to cost a lot more and there's going to be less of it getting to the shelves. We're hearing about supply chain issues across the board and now add in hurricane season, which we're going into today. And it's a very serious issue that people need to take seriously because people have been far too reliant on grocery stores for too long. It's been normalized. People expect that, you know, they're going to be able to go down the street, go to their local store and always have food on the shelves for them. If you've noticed anything in the last few years, there's been a few occasions where many of you may not have been able to get the things you need. And when we're talking about, you know, individual responsibility, freedom, it's based in that responsibility for yourself, your family, you know, as they say, faith without work is dead. And that means many different things. And I urge people to get prepared today, but let's talk about this, Clayton. This, um, this issue obviously is top of mind for you as someone that's trying to provide solutions to people um, going forward. It's not about what happens today. It's about getting prepared today so that you don't have to worry tomorrow. Uh, can you kind of go over some of the reasons why it's important for people to get storable foods, to get uh, you know things like heirloom seeds in this kind of environment today? Well, look, here's the first thing. You start talking about survival food and heirloom seeds and water filtration and storage and all that. And people yeah. think this is like for weird people way over there, like off on the right and the reality of it is that's not the case you know what i mean like you'd be shocked who's buying this stuff the people in new york city are buying this stuff people in suburbia are buying this stuff and i i hate to say it but i think covid woke everybody up to the fact that you know just like that they can shut off our food supply they can tell us to go home you know we we, we think about a survival situation and the first thing people think is i'm gonna have to go live in the woods like start campfires I'm not living in the woods. I don't want to start campfires. My wife and kids will kill me. Like <laughs> I want to go home. I want to be home. Yeah. And that's exactly what they told us to do. Go home and shelter in place. You know what I mean? That's, that's where you want to be. That's where you're comfortable. But the reality of it is most people don't have enough to survive at home for more than a week or two at, at best. You know I mean? The power goes out. They tell you, you can't go to the grocery store. Where are you going to get water from? Like, these are things you need to think about, you know, and it's the, the great thing is you're already at home, you know, shelter, food and water are the three big things to survival. You've already got shelter, you know, you've already got clothing, you're already, you can stay warm, you can stay dry, you need to worry about food and water, yeah. you know, water could be shut off immediately, do you have a way to filter it, do you have a way to store it, your food, if the power goes out, like, Everybody thinks well, I've got a refrigerator and a freezer full of food. You know, I killed two cows last year. We got plenty of that. Like, well, the power goes out. You got two weeks to eat your cow. Like, good luck. Mm -hmm. You know, 
your your cupboards. What do you have? Two weeks worth of food in your cupboard at best. You know, so survival food, freeze dried food, something that can store, is really important to have in situations like that. Yeah, you know, I find it. You know, what we've seen over the last few years, I, I believe to be completely evil, really, because it it really gets at a, a, a major issue that people aren't prepared, and the powers that be know that people aren't prepared, and what happens if you're not prepared. And you have no choice but to defend on, depend on something like FEMA, which, by the way, FEMA has said many times before, oh, you only need three days of food supply in a crisis. That tells me there's something very nefarious going on because we all know that's not the case. Um, as I said earlier, freedom is based on individualism, responsibility. It's, it's on our shoulders, my friends. And you know, a lot of what we've seen over the last year seems very deliberate in many ways because you end up in a situation where who do you depend on? Well, I guess it'll be the government. I guess I guess I'll go line up with everyone else and get the, the food that the government gives me. I think that, you know, we're witnessing something rather nefarious with the supply chain because no one is stupid enough to do all the things that all these governments all around the world are doing at the same time, all at the same time as oil shortages and all these different things. Uh, can you name some examples uh, as of recently why people have come to you to get storable foods and, and heirloom seeds? What, what has been at top of mind for them? Well, people are waking up. I mean, they're they're finally seeing it. You know what I mean? Like you said, governments all over the world. Well, guess what? It's our government now. You know, we all thought it was crazy when they wanted to strip, you know, farmland from the farmers in, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden and John Kerry just signed up for the same deal. Yeah. So it's it's coming. It's on its way here. Fertilizer. We're saying fertilizer is this evil thing. Fertilizer is responsible. Like it's it's responsible for feeding like 50% of the people on this planet. Without the fertilizers to, you know, to increase the crops, to increase the growth, like we're in trouble. I mean, they start cutting fertilizer production, like we're going to be, we, we are hurting. I mean, there's millions of people that are, you know, the World Health Organization, I believe, just released something saying that something like 30 million people are star- are, will starve this year around the world. I mean, it's just, it's crazy numbers. We don't think it's going to happen here, but they're bringing it here. You know, you, I'm sure you've seen where they just approved lab-grown chicken. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had hundreds of food processing facilities burned down in the last year. You know, they're still burning down. We're just, you know, there's something else to talk about in the news cycle now, so we'll move on from that. But, you know, a submarine. Today, you know, yeah. Bill Gates is buying up the farmland. Like, they're, they're, they're stripping this stuff away. You know, a lot of people always tell me, like, well, the American farmer will take care of us. Like, you know, the American farmer is not going to let us starve. Dude, that's not the case, Josh. Like yeah. the American I mean, farmer yeah. is being starved out himself right now yes. by crazy policies. Yes. Yes. And it's and it's again, it's one of those things like and I I never realized how bad it was. Like I always, you know, oh, our farmers markets will feed us, or you know, he'll 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 harvest the corn and take it to the market. Like, no, that's not the way it works. I mean, it's it's such a controlled industry as to who can grow what, what seeds they have to grow with. I mean they decide to shut shut you down they can shut you down overnight you know through the mm-hmm. through the seeds through the fertilizers through the distribution of your product like the american farmer is not here to they're they're here to support us but they can't support us anymore so clayton you know one of the things i've seen over over history the reason we've gotten to such a convenient period of time and i've always said tyranny comes under the guise of convenience is that we were so responsible for so many thousands of years we were building our own growing our own and we got to a point of complete convenience where now people don't know how to do those things that even got us to this point and you know i i have to ask and uh, you, you know i i 
I'm the guy that's going to push the conspiracy stuff because we're witnessing it around us and there's a lot of questions to be raised. But, you know, we have the Netherlands farmers, for example, and I was just in the Netherlands and they are dealing with uh, huge shortages and they're the second top agricultural exporter in the world. And you have to ask that question because no one, like I said, is that stupid in the middle of a supply chain crisis that already exists to shut down a bunch of farms and think that anything is going to go well other than maybe for the control freaks in government. Um, why do you think they're doing this? Josh, there, I, I wish I had an answer for that. I don't know. I can tell you they are doing it. We're seeing it unfold every day. I, you know, the, the ultimate thing here is to control us. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? To control the people. And I mean, that's they do it through everything. They do it through our health care. They do it through fuel. They do it through energy. I mean, well, now we can't have gas stoves. Like, we can't yeah. have wood fireplaces in New York. Like, I think the, the ultimate thing here is to gain control of us. You know, this is, this is all like Agenda 2030. I mean, it just, it all goes back to that. Pretty soon, there. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have a digital currency. You know what I mean? Like it's. I'm, I know you've talked about this. Yeah. I mean, they're they're gonna control what you eat, when you eat it, what you buy. Wait a second, he's already bought a loaf of bread this week. He doesn't get another loaf. Like I, I honestly believe that's where this is going. I'm sure you've talked you've talked about wanting to put vaccines in our food. Yeah, we're already finding traces of mRNA in some meats across the country without yep. any dialogue about it whatsoever. Yep. No, this, this is all about having control of the populace. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, we, we see a lot more of this happening where you mentioned, you know, they say the gas stoves are a big deal. We, we can't have gas stoves. It's unhealthy. You're going to have heart attacks. You know, it's funny. They'll talk about heart attacks there, but not over there. But, you know, at the same time in Ohio, a train derailment and a controlled demolition of that train uh, leads to dioxins in the soil and uh, vinyl chloride in the air. And the government says, oh, it's safe to drink the water. Don't worry about it. But then if you turn on a stove, you're killing everyone. It's it's just it's Orwellian doublethink on a level that we haven't seen. So, you know, a lot of people for many years that tried to stay away from uh, the crazy woo woo stuff. It's like, OK, but it's on our doorstep. It's in our face. It's impossible to ignore at this point. And you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to say, oh, they're currently doing that thing. Well, they are. So we and they they vocalize that with us. They tell us that they're doing all these things. It, it, it's, it's absurd at this point to say, oh, well, this is just chicken little skies falling. They're telling you what they want to do. And they're saying by the year 2030, we're going to cut food production dramatically. We're going to have you on a central bank digital currency that'll have food rations tied to it. None of us, I don't think out there watching today want to live in that world. So these solutions, Clayton, you have been working for years to bring these solutions to people to make sure that, I mean, I guarantee you lives have been saved because of Heaven's Harvest in places like Florida during a major storm in places like Buffalo, New York, during a blizzard where people are stuck in the middle of nowhere and they don't have food and, you know, they have to wait days to be found. I mean, it's, it's just having something on you that that can continue your lifespan until you find your way is so important um why do you do what you do well i'll tell you what i can one reason i to, to lead into that story what you're talking about is the the best feeling i've ever had is when COVID hit we started getting phone calls from mm. older people that were petrified to go to the grocery store mm -hmm. they had started eating our food they had like taken it out of their closet and started using that food to eat instead of going to the grocery store and we look back now well COVID wasn't that bad you know what i mean it was at the time though everybody was pretty dang scared to do anything yeah. These people were able to use the food they had bought years earlier instead of going to the grocery store and, you know, potentially catching COVID. So mm -hmm. it's I mean, this stuff, it's it's being used right now. 
I hate to say that. I, I hope it never has to be used. Mm -hmm. But here it was. It's being used in a real life situation. Yeah, well, I mean, it's better to be overly prepared than underprepared, right? And, you know, oh. a lot of people will sit on their hands and, and think about it and think about it some more and think about it some more. But the problem is when our supply chain goes down, when an energy grid goes down, which will happen eventually, whether it's this year or in five years or in 10 years, people have to understand it will happen eventually. And when it happens, there'll be little, you know, warning. Remember when the baby, the baby food uh, disappeared off the shelves and people were trying to get it shipped from Mexico and trying to get a ship from other places around the world. And there's a gridlock on airplanes, there's a gridlock on trains. And, you know, that's really just a test run for what we can expect oh, later yeah. on. Yeah. Well, look, here's the deal. Look, I, I always think of this as in, like in food insurance. You know what I mean? We carry automobile insurance, we carry home insurance, we carry health insurance. And the thing is, every one of those won't kill you if you don't have it. Right. Food insurance, if you need food or you need water, you need clean water to drink, you don't get a second chance to do this. I mean, it's, it's a one and done deal. If things go out tomorrow and you can't filter water, if you don't have food in your, in your refrigerator or food in your cupboard, you don't get a second chance at this. You know what I mean? You'll be staying in the food line or you'll be dead. Right. And I mean, the world's first money was food. And people have to remember, salary is literally based on salt, sal. It's from Latin. It, it, and, and this is, it's important to understand this because people knew hundreds of thousands of years ago that obviously and any anyone with two brain cells who are up together will figure that out food is important you need it it's one of the oh, few okay. things you really 100 percent need not look, want you need it well look look at what happens when you starve a population you end up with someone like somewhere like north korea mm -hmm. you know what i mean keep the people hungry they can't fight back they can't there's no innovation i mean they're just constantly looking for food so mm -hmm. it's no what's was it henry kissinger control oil you control nations control food you control the people mm -hmm. absolutely control the food so yeah. It's important to be prepared. It's important to be able to take care of yourself. Like I said, a lot of people have woken up to it recently. In the last few years, I'd say since 2020, a lot of people are waking up to it. And a lot of people are using this stuff. So don't wait till it's too late. Absolutely. So you have seeds, heirloom seeds, which I think it's another really important topic here because, um, you know, I've, I've often made the analogy, which many people have made before, which is that, um, you know, you give a man a fish and he feeds his family tonight, but um, you teach a man to fish, he feeds his family for a lifetime and heirloom seeds. It's a great example of that. It's a gift that keeps on giving. You could, you could, you know, put them in the soil, you could grow something out of it and you could take more seeds out of that and continue to grow. You have food for a lifetime if you have enough seeds. And, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, people are often looking at heaven's harvest and, and trying to decide between, do I get the storable food or do I get the seeds or do I get both? And I wanted you to kind of explain the combo kits and everything, because, you know, people look at, you know, the entry kits, which I think are very important and they're extremely well-priced considering the amount of servings of food that you're going to get out of that extremely well-priced. And then people go, yeah, well, I'm going to do that because I don't know, it's, it seems like a lot to get into the, the combo kits. Can you kind of give people an uh, idea of why it would be important and what's in the, uh, the combo kits and why it's important to kind of look at these higher prices and think about, you know, the long-term aspect, zoom out? Yeah, uh, well, Josh, I'll tell you, can we go back, you know, 15 years ago, I had bought this stuff from somewhere else, from another company. And I, you know, I, I only paid a couple hundred dollars for what was like a year's worth of food. I mean, that's a heck of a deal. A couple hundred dollars for a year's worth of food. And when it got to me and I opened up the box, like it was full of drink mixes. It was full of rice and beans. Like it was, I mean, the food in it was just 
there it was it was fillers is what it was yeah. like i've learned that after being in the business now but the whole the whole thing was full of fillers mm-hmm. um nobody regulates serving size so what this company had done was taken 365 days times three said you needed this many servings for the year they didn't bother telling you that a serving was only a tablespoon of food like but it gave you three meals a day like it was i threw it away yeah. You know I mean, it, was, it wasn't worth it. And that's actually kind of what got me into this business was, you know, if people really need this stuff and they think they've got a year's worth of food sitting in their closet, like they really need to take a hard look at that because more than more than likely they don't have that much food sitting there. Mm-hmm. I only had enough calories to go like three months at 1500 calories a day. Wow. And this was marketed to me as a year's worth of food. So what we did is we, that kind of got me into it. Um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted a little like truth in advertising, a little bit of honesty in this. I mean, this is something that if you need it and you're, you know, you need it. Like you don't, if you think you've got something that you don't have, you're in big trouble. Yeah. So we took all the fillers out. We took the drink mixes out. Like our entree bucket has, uh, it's a 72 serving entree bucket. It's got nothing but, but meals in it. There's no drink mixes, no rice and beans. Um, our protein bucket, it's got beef, chicken, and eggs in it. I wanted to keep that separated from everything else because the proteins only have a 15-year shelf life. Mm-hmm. Everything else has a 25-year shelf life, so I didn't want to put them together and contaminate one that didn't need to be contaminated. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the breakfast buckets. Uh, we just got we added an organic bucket. We've had a lot of people asking about the organic bucket. I'm really excited about that, by the way, because that's something that I get a million questions about. And all your stuff was non-GMO to begin with, but like it, it's that doesn't mean organic, and it's really hard to find organic in the storable food space. Yep, there it's there's not a lot there, and I'll tell you, we put it together. It's reasonably priced. I think it's like 184 dollars for a bucket of it. Um, it's, it's, it was tough to put together. I, we worked on that one for probably about six or eight months, finding all the right ingredients and having them tested. And we, they, they get tested every time they get put together to make sure that everything, you know, meets food standards to make sure that they are, they are organic. Mm-hmm. Um, we added a, a, a one week bucket. We get a lot of people, you know, asking for, you know, a, a smaller shelf or a smaller bucket that, you know, a week's worth of food or two weeks worth of food. Right. Something like that. So we put together that one week bucket, but like you were saying, the combo kits, the, the combo kits, what we did is we tried putting buckets together that would provide like a whole month's worth of food and give you a different a different variety throughout it. You know what I mean? So those combo kits with the entrees, the protein buckets, and the breakfast buckets in there, like that's a really good mix and match of everything you would need for a month's worth of food. Mm-hmm. Now, again, don't be misled by some of these other people saying, well, I can sell you a month's worth of food for $99. You can't do it. Doesn't You can't go to the grocery store and buy a month's worth of food for $99. Yeah much less freeze dried. You know, the freeze drying process is an extremely expensive process. It's not like dehydrating food that you just put in there and suck a little bit of the moisture out. This stuff goes in a vacuum chamber and sucks, you know, 99.999% of the moisture out. But because of that, it helps retain some of the, uh, some of the nutrients in the food, some of the minerals in the food. You know, when you, when you dehydrate stuff, you lose that kind of stuff in it. Mm -hmm. So it's a much better process uh, to freeze dry food than it is to dehydrate it. Well, you know, Clayton, I always hear from people, they say, well, sure, I could go to the store and buy this amount for less than that price. And I say, yeah, you can go get a can of beans per day and you'll get sick. You can't just eat beans all day, every day. One dollar a can of beans. Great. So thirty dollars a month. You know, people really think that in uh, a lot of people anyway, think in a supply chain collapse, they're going to be able to get by with just eating cans of beans. And, and you know, that is an old way of thinking. There's so many 
new solutions out there that can, I mean, we're talking about things that will prolong your life and not make you sick. Yeah. If you are starving in Soviet Russia next to some train tracks as you know, everyone is forced to share everything and, you know, old communist uh, Russia. Yeah. Can of beans will suffice. And then also those same people were eating tulips and all those things. We're not talking about, we want, we don't want people to be suffering here. We want no. people to be in a good situation when all this stuff comes down, they can rest, yes. rest well, knowing that they're eating healthy food and food that will maintain all the things they need for their body. Well, look, the idea here is not just to survive, but to thrive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure you've been in, everybody's been in a stressful situation that everybody's had a rough day. Mm-hmm. And what makes you feel good at the end of the day, when you get home and you eat a good warm meal, Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, like, that's the best feeling. You know what I mean? I've made it home. It's time for a good meal. You can eat rice and beans. <clears throat> you can eat rice and beans. I don't want to do it for more than a couple of days. You know what yeah. I mean? I like good hearty meals that fill me up that give me plenty of energy, plenty of energy to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really happy that you came on to talk with us today. And I've been telling people for over a year again, there are links, there's solutions. People want to be angry and a lot of people don't want the solutions, but there are solutions. And, you know, we can complain all day about all the bad things that are happening in the world. But as long as we have these options in front of us, then we can rest easy knowing that we could keep ourselves and our families safe. And I urge people, you know, when FEMA is saying, oh yeah, three days of, of, of food is all you really need. Like times that by like a hundred at least, I mean, at the very least, uh, in the in the future, we're going to need probably more than 300 days of storable food if if we're in a really bad situation. If we have the seeds and everything, we can we can take a day off from eating the storable foods to eat what we've grown. And you know, I think that could really save a lot of lives. Well, you know, that's the thing. Like I I hate to say it, I could never afford enough storable food to last the rest of my lifetime or my kids' lifetime or my wife's lifetime. But the seed kit for 139 dollars that's a lifetime worth of food. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's a lifetime worth of food for $139. You can mm-hmm. stick it in the freezer and it'll last five to 10 years. You know what I mean? For 139 bucks, you know, there's enough food to last a lifetime. Those are, and a lot of people don't know that, Josh, those heirloom seeds, a lot of the stuff you buy from the store right now, they're, they're hybrids or they're non-GMOs. You plant them one time and you can't take the seed out of that crop and plant, cr- crop and plant with it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the heirlooms are a big deal. They've been, they've been producing the same crop over and over and over again for 75 years to be considered an heirloom. So it's, that's important. You know what I mean? And my, my whole idea of thinking when we started this was I'll have, you know, a year's worth of survival food put away, but then I'm going to have my seeds, my heirloom seeds that I can start getting a, uh, some crops in the ground and start harvesting off of that, you know, to get me through the rest of the time that we, that we're, we have to have to survive. Absolutely. And, and this again is what I feel you know, when we have all these issues happening to us right now, and, uh, you know, everyone's depressed about this or that happening in the news cycle and all that, there's, there's solutions that we should be happy about. And, uh, you know, things are going to get worse before they get better. And I hate to say that, but unfortunately, um, before the Tower of Babel falls, they have to continue building it, and they will be building it um, into the near future. um, As that is what the Great Reset is. That's what all this technocracy is. That's what, you know, the attack on the food supply and the energy grid and all these and and the dollar and all these things what what they are and you know the way we get around that is when that uh, tower eventually falls as i always say is as uh you know it's important to understand when that tower falls we can build a bright new beautiful civilization in the aftermath from the ashes and and you know that is a, a civilization based in freedom humanity god uh family all the things that 
are the antithesis to what is being delivered today on the global stage. So that is why I feel like this is one of those conduits to get us to that point. For the hard years ahead of us, we have something that we could be, you know, rest assured will keep us through that and not push us into a position where we're going to be having to ask for food rations in some bread line, getting some Bill Gates GMO food or some mRNA infused meats in, on your CBDC. It all sounds crazy. Carbon credit scores, all that. But it's what they themselves say they're developing. So I, I think it would be a good idea to prepare for that. Hey, they're telling you exactly what they're doing. There's no surprise here. I mean, yeah. they, they haven't hit any of this. I mean, this is happening. Yeah, it's happening. And, and that's all the more reason why I urge people that are watching today to go to heavensharvest.com to look at all the options. There's so many options. It's a lot more, a lot more options than you see on the average storable food site. And on top of that, quality food that is also uh, non-GMO as well as organic kits and all these things. And, and, you know, as, as he mentioned earlier, like just, you have the protein buckets and then you have the entry uh, buckets and the or entree buckets. You have the, um, of course, breakfast buckets. And then the combo kits, which are just a plethora of solutions all in one. And again, think about how much money you're saving today on all that food that you're getting. Never mind tomorrow when inflation is even further through the roof, when the dollar is failing and you end up spending $50 um, with inflation on that can of beans that you think is going to get you through, your, yeah. through a year. It's very important that people understand this. So uh, Clayton, as we close this off, can you give people, um, you know, your elevator pitch for why they should go to that website and use code WAM, by the way, W-A-M, and uh, why they should go there and get themselves prepared today? Well, like I said, the big thing is this is not one of those things that you can get after the fact. You know what I mean? If you wreck your car, you can get car insurance tomorrow. It's not going to cover your wreck, but you're not going to die either. Food is kind of one of those things that if you don't have it when you need it, you're in big trouble. You know, and it's, I always laugh every time my windshield windshield wipers go bad in my truck. I don't ever think about changing them until it's pouring down rain. Like, don't wait till it's Same. too late to do this. Absolutely. I, I 100% identify with that as well every single time. Uh, but again, you know, preparedness, being overly prepared is better than being underprepared. And the basis of humanity is individualism, responsibility, freedom, faith, all these things. And, you know, they really are synonymous. They do interlink. And I think if people want to talk about freedom, it starts with you as an individual taking, making that move and, and making sure that you and your family are safe later. Even if your family laughs at you, even if they call you crazy, it, it, you know, you're going to be the one, and I wouldn't say laughing later because we don't want any of these bad things to happen but you're going to be the one that's saying oh you thought this storable food was a crazy idea well now look who gets to eat well josh it like i said that amazes me like a lot of people think of like these storable food and these survivalists as living in a bunker on the side of a mountain somewhere and that's yeah. not the reality of it i mean i pull up like our maps where we're sending stuff all the time and i mean it's going to nashville they're going to atlanta they're going to new york city and la like people are really waking up to this and i think the people in the cities are really waking up to it because they felt COVID a lot more than we did it became a reality like dang, my grocery store is empty. Like I can't get food. Like, you know, so it's, 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 I hate to say I'm, it's, it's a good thing that happened because it's not a good thing that happened, but it, it was definitely a wake up call to everybody to see the reality of it. And like you said, at any time, I mean, the power grid can go out. We know how vulnerable that thing is. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a, don't wait till you need it. 
Yeah, Saudi Arabia is cutting their oil production. And keep in mind, there's a t- already only a 25-day average um, uh, you know, stock of yeah. diesel in the United States rather than the previous 45- to 50-day average. That means less food on the shelves. That means more expensive food on the shelves. The energy grid has a direct um, consequence for the supply chain, as well as inflation and all these things that are mixed together at the same time, war. Um, you know, We have to understand this is happening. And as always, you know, when you're dealing with March 2020, for example, and I'll never forget being in Las Vegas and walking through the stores and I was prepared. I had a huge pantry full of stuff, but it wasn't enough. And I, I was I was put in a position where I was really concerned. And, you know, I was walking around these stores and the fruits and vegetables were gone. And of course, the pasta was gone. The flour was gone. Everyone talks about the toilet paper, but a lot of the food, the major food groups were gone. Were, yeah. You know, and, and people were put in a very precarious situation where people were banging on each other's doors. I remember living in Las Vegas at the time, people bang on each other's doors asking if they can um, have a little bit of uh, flour so they can make a little bit of bread and a little bit of sugar here and there. It's like, we don't want that to happen and it'll, it will eventually happen on a much bigger scale than that in the future. So we must be prepared. And, and Clayton, thank you so much for joining us today. There's so many issues to go over and I hope to have you on again sometime soon. I urge everyone that's watching again, that link in the description, it's not there for decoration. It's for people like you to get prepared. And so there's heavensharvest.com. And again, if you want to get um, free shipping on some of the products, it, it won't cover all of them. There's some things that won't uh, be covered on there, but um, you could save money. Use code WAM, W-A-M. And again, uh, this is your time today to shine and make sure that you are prepared for tomorrow because the, the time to get prepared was actually yesterday. And we're kind of on that cusp of history here. And we have to know that it's, it's a little wobbly. We all feel it. And we don't want to be left behind in this situation and succumb to all the things that most people are complaining about. I don't want a CBDC. I don't want a carbon credit score. I, well, too bad. You will have it if you don't have any food because you're going to be forced to get into that system in order to feed your family. And you do not want to be there. So again, Clayton, thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll uh, have to have you on again sometime soon. Josh, thanks for having me.